Welcome to the Life in Podcast. A safe space where we have fun and honest conversations about our experiences and thoughts as young girls trying to find our way through this thing called life. Join us, Janet Wasinda and Ugo Iduma as we take on real issues and learn together. Well, guys, let's get into the episode. We do have a special guest here with us and he's our very first guest on the Life in Podcast. So it's very special Yay. to us. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be discussing changes in priorities. We're going to be talking about dealing with life transitions, the nostalgias of life transitions and the whole change, the guilt, the confusion that comes with the process of life transitions and changes in priorities. So to introduce our guest is Janet Wasinda. Hey guys, welcome to our episode three. And like Ugo rightly said, we're just going to talk about, you know, just dealing with life transitions, we know that um, at every stage our priorities change, and we also want to talk about how they change, how it affects us. Are we excited about it? Are we scared? You know, just around that. And to help us talk about this interesting topic is our friend. <laughs> it's our friend Ibuku Ajama. You are the first official first guest on the show. That's very very special. <laughs> So, Thank you for having me. Yeah, so for the sake of our guests, we know that you're our super amazing friend, but we want our guests to get to know you a little bit better. So maybe you would give them a little intro about yourself. All right. Um, I am Ajama Ibukulua, a wife, a yummy mommy. A yummy mommy and um, uh, an administrative professional with four years of experience. So nice to have you. It's so nice to have you. And okay, to start off with the conversation, I think we the best place to start is to to ask you um to share with us um in your life journey overall, what are some of the significant experiences that you've have you've had so far that has caused you to change your priorities? All right. Thank you very much. Um, so in the last few years, a lot of things have happened I'm about to, you know, reprioritize. Yeah. Right. I think it all started, if I could remember clearly, when I lost my mom. Wow. You know, I lost my mom and then, you know, it just don't mean that um or I just um I just the responsibility of being a mother just dawned yeah. on me and suddenly I just took it up. I was responsible for my dad, my siblings, you know, emotionally, spiritually. I was was more like a covering, wow. right? It wasn't something I was used to. Yeah. So it was very stressful at at uh, at the initial stage. Mm. It was it was very draining. I, I felt like God, why, 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 why? But you know, I got into it, I got into the groove of it, and God really helped me, you know. Wow. So he, he sustained me. I became I took on the battle of um, being responsible. Wow. I wouldn't say early, but too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Not early because yeah. I was I was over twenty when I lost my mom. But then I wasn't expecting it. You know, yeah. I didn't see it coming. Wow. You know? So it's it really changed me. It matured me in time. You know, wow. so when marriage came knocking, you know, it was I just threw into it. You know, just then being a mother too, just threw into it. Although it had its own up and down too but of course um taking up responsibility early enough you know it really helped me reprioritize and because it taught me a lot 
which I'm still learning on to. So, so sorry about your mom, but um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so I don't think anybody is actually prepared for such kind of event this particular mm. time. So people can prepare for yeah. school, for marriage, for even motherhood, but you cannot prepare to lose someone. I think one thing struck me the most from what you said, you know, it's 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 difficult losing someone you lo- you love, but yeah. you were able to handle it in such a way that when other life transitions like marriage came in and having a kid came in, as you said, you're able to stroll into it and <laughs> it says a lot about you and um your person, I would say. Thank you. Um, yeah. So Ibuko, how would you say that um, this particular event changed you? Now, you, the loss of your mom, then the marriage came, then being a mom came. So how has it changed? Is the change the same or is each of these events like unique on its own? Yeah, the changes are unique in their own experiences. You know, um, there was there, there's a physical um change to it there's an emotional change there's 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 a psychological change so it as well mm-hmm. all right losing my mom like i said it, it brought me to that place of um um taking responsibility the onus of taking my family members responsibility like just catering for them making sure they are okay mm-hmm. you know days when you just enter into your own chamber and just cry but then you come out like are you guys eating are you guys okay you know the superwoman wow. and you were like ah yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deep down deep down deep down you know wow. like I, I was telling someone earlier today um during my service it was more like a blessing in disguise wow. and disguise mm. sorry so um I didn't I didn't actually pick Quara all right I didn't pick Quara but I was giving Quara and it happened that during my service here I was the only one available amongst wow. my siblings you know so I was in and out of the hospital with my mom Wow. all the time in fact there was this year that we were more in the hospital than we were at home wow. you know so it looked like i was i was in the know of all of the sickness and you wow. know just suddenly just then she's gone and then you look like oh what did we t- uh, what did we not do yeah. did we not take her to the best hospital didn't it, it wasn't that it was just that it was time so i i, I felt it more but then i had to bottle it but mm. bottle everything you know because i was there i, I had to clean her up and you know it was just a whole lot of experience, you know. It was mm-hmm. taking care of ah, uh, then these we are treating this another. So I'm um, I'm just saying that um, with all of the things I experienced or I saw while my mom was sick, when she finally um, died, yeah. I, I I still had to be the superwoman for my family members, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it really it really changed a whole lot. Mm-hmm. At the um at the initial stage, physically, you yeah. could see that it was really draining. And then it was saying, take care of yourself and this and this and this and this. But thank God, if there was also one thing I also helped with was God, you know, strength was made available to me. Yeah. You know, I always tap in there every time I feel down, I feel low. He always come through. He, he never left and he has not left, you know, keep wow. encouraging me. So when uh, marriage came, I was even, um, the year I was getting married, I didn't even plan a year before. No, I didn't plan two years before. Wow. All right. Two years in, I was in other relationships, but yeah. I wasn't. <laughs> marriage i wasn't thinking marriage then yeah. my husband then was toasting me i said no you gave our friend you gave our friend headache abby <laughs> yes so i gave him two no's <laughs> uh, okay, oh, I, said, wow. I die here now ah. you say i go marry 
so, on this cross this, i will hang myself i am telling <laughs> something you something like that <laughs> oh, wow. so uh so i wasn't i wasn't thinking marriage and then if i was even even thinking marriage i wasn't thinking marriage with my husband like ah or this brother or this su brother for what now how now you know how oh. i don't want a boring marriage and all yeah. of those but let me just say it's really my marriage has been um has been amazing like wow. i got the best yeah and i'm living my best life so, <laughs> as a so, friend we know how amazing uh shown is to us and we can imagine yeah. how an amazing husband he is to you as well mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Yes. So um when marriage came knocking I wasn't planning I didn't you know some people would have read 20 books on how to get married perfect marriage I didn't I didn't even have all of those I I didn't have that I didn't wow. prepare for it because I wasn't I wasn't it wasn't it wasn't part of the plan for me say long term short term plan yeah. you know yeah. but when it came it was of course it was upon God's instruction mm. and then the man was available yeah. The resources was available and the date was available and yeah. the journey was made. Well, know, made. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I got married and um, if there was one thing that was also, that was wanting to be an issue, there were a lot of issues, but if there was one that stood out for me, it was relocating. Okay. So like I yeah. said, I was, I was more like a pillar for my family mm. and then I'm getting married. I'm going to have to leave them. There was this but emotional right attachment. You said? No, like, then your marriage became, like, a new priority to you. Yes, it became a new priority. And then, so, my family that I'm so emotionally attached to, like, oh, my dad has not eaten. Ah, put it on my head, like, just a selling gala. And then, <laughs> my siblings, yeah, he's behaving. I'll correct them, you know, talk yeah. them into, talk some senses into them. Ah, I was going to get married. I was going to be relocating. Mm-hmm. I was not going to be physically present to do all of the motherly things I used to do for them, you know. Um... So it was, it was, it was wanting to, you know, I had to struggle with it. Yeah. And where I was going to, where marriage was taking me to, was going to be very, it was a long distance from where my family was going to be. Yeah. But, um, of course I, I, I pulled through, I pulled through, I pulled through, I got married and then, um, I had, um, an, um, an issue with my leg and close to the wedding time. I checked in. Um, with a doctor and he told me that, oh, I should be careful with this. I should be careful with that. And then he wants me to abstain from anything cold and stuff. And I was going to just, I'm just coming to just. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just. Yeah. Just very cool. You know, so me and my husband, we lifted it up before God. This is it. This is it. See what doctor has said. See what our, um, our, our, our what plans. now? See, yeah, see what our plans are. No, um, see what our challenge is. Can you please help us on this? And you know, I got my miracle healing. You know, yeah. that's that's for another day. Thank so you. I got married. Mm-hmm. I got married. And like every new couple, yeah, who are just trying to just settle in, get the new bed, mm-hmm. get a new TV, you know, just organize yourself. So you give yourself like <laughs> you give yourself like a year before wow. we talk about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You get it? You get mm-hmm. it? We got it. Yeah, girl. Girl. <laughs> yes. You get it? We we'll we'll get, get it. it. Yes, we we'll we'll get it. it. Well, this something that will make me pregnant, but once in a year before I got pregnant. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> <laughs> ah, so one year turned to two months, and then I hmm. took in. <laughs> so you only had two months to settle in. On- I, I didn't ask you to emphasize it. I didn't ask you to underline it. Just leave that <laughs> like that. <laughs> then I took in, wow. and then I kept asking, "Is that how somebody get pregnant? Just like that? Just like that? Just like that?" Just like that. <laughs> 
<laughs> then I began to read things about body changes, about this, about that, about this and that. I downloaded a lot of apps. I was reading. I kept reading. I kept reading. Yeah. Then when the days were drawing near, I kept watching videos. God, wow. God, God. <laughs> Ugo, are, are you feeling motivated now or what's going through your mind Ugo? Ugo, i'm curious you're quiet you're too quiet <laughs> no no no, no. A, a lot of things that she said is like exciting me why yeah. of things that she said like as she was saying as the date kept going near and there i was watching videos and i know i watch a lot of bed vlogs i'm like are you traumatized I, I don't know. I always keep that part. I I don't watch, but oh, I'm I'm just scared of it. But I know with time, I can't really run away from that. But the Lord will do His own at His own time. Amen. I'm curious. I know. Uh, what, what's like maybe any major change probably that has happened? Ibuku had a lot of stories around change. I don't know. Do you have any significant change probably that has happened? Well, I haven't really had like a lot, but I do want to say. I do want to say something from what Ibuku was saying. Like, I've been quiet on the on the on like speaking and coming in. It's just because I'm enjoying her story. And yeah. one thing I can get from her story is I can always trust the supply of the spirit. Like, oh. whenever I need, like whenever I need the supply of strength or provision or healing, whatever it is, I can always trust the supply of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I think that. I like, can really, really draw from her in as like in as much as she's explaining like um, different points in her life, you know, where her priorities have to shift from, you yeah. know, having to just be newlywed to then being a newlywed and like I'm about to welcome a child mm-hmm. and about to embrace the role of motherhood. But then you can you can you can hear from her story that um, despite all the changes in her priorities and yeah. all the changes that are occurring, maybe quicker than she anticipated she can always you know trust the supply of the spirit and that's amazing a big change was i don't know going in for the masters just mainly because i haven't been in school for a while yeah i i was i wasn't even studying like all like you're writing essays your mind is kind of working i wasn't even holding a barrel and a, and a yeah. pen and then being thrown into a school system where there's not a lot of reading lists that really threw me like to me it just threw me i yeah. I, I was <laughs> Yeah, and then um, to then walk through that, and then also to finishing the masters, I was just like, wow, I can't believe I finished it. Because wow. I tell I tell people, and I tell people they're laughing, and my mom is just like, oh, we actually know the truth. Because the very first day of me being in school, I called my mother and be like, mommy, can I be deported? Like, <laughs> like I can't can you imagine? <laughs> How will you feel if I return? <laughs> But then that was actually a big, yeah. a big change for me because, um, yes, yeah, school is something I love, but it was something I had been away from for a long time. Mm-hmm. So having to do that and finish that and having to, to have come back home, like home back to like Nigeria was also a big change for me because I had then lived two years away from my parents and, yeah. you know, like I'm not really that, that close. So now I have to be at home and then, you know, I just wake up actually the past two years, I just wake up. If I want to eat, I eat. If I want to starve, I starve. And then I wake up and she's telling me, you don't know, you come and ask me if I'll drink tea. And I'm just like, mm. okay, this is good. All right. What do, you, what, what do you think your daddy will eat? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but I felt, I, I felt it was like a significant change in my life. Because like, yeah. that's not my routine. That's not what I'm used to. And, and now I'm like, 
kind of at home and then I'm trying to um wear some big bag um, some big girl pants and like yeah. um do more things at home and be there for my family and sometimes mm-hmm. to like the guilt she was talking about of like having to leave home and relocate I know my own kind of guilt is different because I know I have like commitments to work um on the podcast and on YouTube I, mm-hmm. I do have a lot of unofficial like job commitments yeah and then, unofficial like commitment and they are very important to me but like my family too is very important to me and then sometimes i'm just editing a youtube video and then she's just like can't you come down and help you cook and spend time with me and i just feel so much guilt and i'm just like i have a deadline to reach (laughs) and you know yeah um that's my whole two years I, i feel like um no matter how there might be like similar changes that people go through but it might also now be unique to individuals mm. and their own experiences so i'm just thinking when Ugo was saying has what's actually that significant change that have made me re-strategize you know change my priorities and i was just discovering that uh, i was just grabbing my plans pre-service plan you know i was we shared this last episode where we said okay this service here is going to be dedicated to finding clarity and then on that journey i now discovered that it's not just sitting down and it comes there are some little little things that needs to be done so the kind of change i'm going through is a change of mindset you know how do the end goal is actually important but the the steps I, I didn't think it in that direction. So it's like understanding now, trying to take note of what I need to take note, you know, and then daily living to be able to reach that goal, like changing my priorities. What can I do daily? Making all my big goals look very practical practical and very actionable. So that's just basic for me <laughs> at the moment, apart from my big sister uh, role in the house where they call you, and they are also seeking of for your opinion about important family decisions where you are far, far, far mm-hmm. away from home. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Ibuko, I'm curious, right? All okay. the experiences you mentioned, they are unique in their self. Mm-hmm. But was there any ingredient or was there any attribute that you had or you picked on your way that helped you through these different scenarios? Or each of them had their own unique uh, things that you needed? Like, was there a particular attribute that you acquired that helped you through these three that was mm. yeah can you share with us yeah yeah so um i think go stressed on it which is like number one for me mm. and you know it just covers for all it's just good right yeah just, just good i keep asking i keep pressing i keep requesting i keep asking i keep knocking mm. you know and i keep receiving strength because yeah. really these changes brought so much, you know, initially when I gave it, God, I was, I was stressed. I was tired. I was weak because, um, my mother-in-law, um, she just needed to be somewhere and she could just spend just a week with me, just one week, just one week. And then the following week, I had to start, you know, bathing my baby, taking care of the baby, the nights, night duties, just me and my husband. And you know, it was really draining. There were days I would just cry and cry. And I can almost, you know, feel God just patting me and say, you can do this. You have been strengthening, all right, to do this, you know, because sometimes I cry in the nights, you know, the baby's not sleeping. I don't know what he wants and this and this. And, you know, I then wake up the following morning 
and I'm everywhere just walking. I'm also I'm like, calm down. But you know, the one don't you need to rest and you yeah. know all of those things. And so essentially God. And then I, I found out that okay, so um seeing it's it's not written anywhere constitutionally that your family members, mm-hmm. all right, have to come and stay with you. Yeah. For you to receive help and strength and all of those things. So yeah, God okay. also opened our eyes to the possibility of reaching out to um people, beautiful relationship we have around, mm-hmm. you know. They were able to cover for us. Um, you know, I was able to um like open my arms to the love and the peace mm-hmm. that that was waiting, you know, um, in the arms of church members, beautiful relationships that are surrounded, that we are surrounded with. Right. Yeah. So I, I could spend some days in the family's house, yeah. spend two somewhere else, just helping take care of the baby, learning and unlearning. Oh, I'm doing this in someone's, you know, quote unquote, expert from like, no, don't do that. Don't carry the baby. Like, don't do that. You know? <laughs> wow. I just, I, just, I just learned on it. And then, um, essentially, I just, let me just say, I embrace peace. Wow. All right. And I, 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 I had to come to a place where I had to enjoy motherhood. I wasn't doing motherhood because, I'd read the book somewhere or this. Yeah, I, I, I said I read some things online, but mm-hmm. they were not sufficient, all right, for the real experience. Mm-hmm. The experiences are unique to every individual, all right? I was able to open myself up yeah. to help yeah, from people and, you know, just learn and unlearn and unlearn and unlearn and unlearn. Like I was, I was going to say, so I had to embrace peace. Yes. And I had to enjoy motherhood. Like babies, then they know how to stress somebody. <laughs> Jeez. They know, like at the, when when our, our baby was much younger, I could almost feel my husband crying inside. Like no oh now, like no now, no now. Because we we dated for just a year. I think we've been friends for like seven years, but we dated for just a year. Yeah. And while we're dating, where it was long distance, it wasn't just I was in Quara. So we're not seeing yeah. each other all the while, you yeah. know, wanting to be together with your lover and all of those. And then yeah, with your lover and your lover and your baby. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and the baby who wants attention. And yeah. you know, and I had to enjoy motherhood because I had to be a wife. Like who cares that you have a baby? Yeah. And then who cares that you don't have a baby? Yeah. So I had to be a wife. I had to be a good wife and I had to be a good mother too. So I, I needed to embrace it, you know, peacefully and I had to enjoy it. So, um, I also had this, this issue of, you know, I had rest us online. Not, I don't even need to read it. I had my cousins. I had my, my own mom. I had my own aunt. I, I, I could see the changes that came, physical changes when they gave birth, heavy body. Mm. They got to shape, you know, I was already, I wasn't praying. All right. But I was already dreading the experience of how fat I was mm. gonna be. I'm gonna yeah. be fat. I'm gonna be fat. Yeah. You know? I was gonna be everywhere. You know, I'm yeah. not saying being fat is bad. All right, yeah. but you know now Change our body you. shape and type. Yes. Mm. It was going to be a whole different journey for me. Mm. You know, I've been to me that I'm slim fit size, then I'll now go to extra large, you know, yeah. all those things then, you know. Um taking care, growing and taking care of the baby, learning and unlearning. I just found out that I just got to shape. And even till now, when people ask me, how do you do it? I'm like, I didn't take anything. Even the person of stomach, you know, I told you that my mother-in-law could not wait for so long. Yeah. I wasn't even faithful in this, um, this traditional person of stomach. Yeah. And then I have my flat stomach back. I have my flat stomach back. I have my oh, flat stomach it. back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I have emphasized it. Yeah. I, I have my flat stomach back. Oh, and then, you know, sometimes people tease me. Thank you. 
People yeah. will tease me that if you wear a uniform going to secondary school, they will still admit you. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm a mother. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> so, thank you. So, um, essentially, I have to just, um, the question, going back to the question that you asked, mm-hmm. I have to lean on God. All right. Yeah. Trust in him, essentially, like trust in him. And if there was one thing that has really stood out for me in this experience and journey, I, I, I usually share with my husband. There are things that the Holy Spirit teach me while being on order, being on, um, being, um, like, um, training of the child, um, caring for the child. There are some things that I ask for his help, or sometimes I don't even need to ask. Of course, it's the present help. You know, yeah. he just speaks to my heart. Oh, do this way, do this way. And then, um, and I get to interact with other mothers or see how they do their own thing. And I see that that's the way to go about it. And then inside of me, I'm proud. Then I share my husband, like, nobody yeah. taught me this, you know, it was no spirit. I told me, you know, all those yeah. things. So, yeah, learning on the job. So essentially, I had to just depend on God, on God, and on God, and on God again. And then the beautiful and godly relationship God surrounded us with in that season of our life too. They were of tremendous help. Yeah. So one thing I would say that I really took out from your husband having briefly worked under him briefly beyond um, <laughs> um, boot camp was I, I I'm I'm not that kind of person that likes to take help or. I, I don't just appreciate help. I would say, and then he actually corrected me on that. And like, yeah, why aren't you always open to receiving yeah. help? And yeah, and it's so beautiful that you would say that because I was just like, it's it's almost like an ajama thing to always teach you <laughs> on like how to like yeah. get help to set you up on help. Yeah, yes, get help. Sometimes life is really, really changing and then it's mm. changing faster than you would think and faster than mm. you anticipated. Yeah. So yeah. it's pause and just be like I'm, I'm dying can somebody help me and yeah. then the thing is when you're asking for help you feel like you feel bad for asking for help you feel guilty for asking for help <laughs> but then people are actually wanting you to ask them for help because yeah. look at you in your situation now like oh as a new mom now that's something that I wouldn't want to tell a new mom what to do you get because she's just like she might want to raise her child a certain way and in as much as I'm seeing her do something that I feel like she could do better I don't want to put my mouth in it so sometimes they're just really waiting for you to say can I can, can you can you can you help, help? <laughs> yeah put this child for me let me sleep please I'm be- I'm be- <laughs> I know like on on the subject of help that's also part of what I was sharing earlier like so in this period I'm I'm finding myself calling almost all the contacts I have in school saying, oh, I need help on this. What do you think about this? I, I've just been disturbing people. I feel like I'm disturbing people. Maybe they are not feeling it that way, but I was trying to mm. encourage myself to say, to, I went back to some of the responses I got and I feel like they are even excited trying to help. I don't know if you get it. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing too, maybe I'm disturbing them with a lot of questions, but they reply anyway. If they delay a little, I'll be like, ah, this person now has got to die of me. <laughs> but like, go, you were highlighting, or being open to help is actually one of the sure ways to, to navigate through this thing because you don't know everything. There's always somebody that. No, no, let's say like, it is being open to help is actually helpful. Like, yes, yes. Helpful. <laughs> it's, it's helpful. You're, you're being kind to yourself. And again, if we say we're open to learning, how. How that is how we are supposed to learn by getting like feedbacks, getting information from people that you know would are probably authorities in that thing that we are trying to figure out. 
Yeah. Something also took came to me while you were speaking in book and it was like your snap back into like your former figure. And then it dawned on me, you know, your kid is your priority. Being a good wife is mm. your priority. Being a good mom is your priority. But um mm. having a physique too is something very important and it's nothing to it's nothing to even be like hey, why, 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 why? It's mm. just something that is it's is important to you, but then having also to, you know, gain baby weight while growing a child, you know, your mm. mind goes to it. Will I will I will it ever be how it was? And I think sometimes mm. changing priorities you think of because I'm, I'm not thinking of um having stopped YouTube last year to just focus on my studies because it was beginning to overwhelm me and I couldn't do everything. Uh at the going as much as I enjoyed doing it. I just couldn't do everything at the same time. So my priorities then change to just school and you kind of do feel guilty for wanting yeah. wanting to let go and wanting to have something and also yeah. to drop something let go like of another yes almost simultaneously okay i feel guilty for even stepping fully into this and i feel guilty too i, I feel i feel guilty too for also to wanting this old thing so um I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. It's making sense. Yeah. So you want to feel like I should be, I should carry both. Why should I leave one and do? Yes, but yeah. then at the same time, too, I can't carry both. You can't. can't That's the thing. You're being real. I think what I was trying to say is that sometimes our priorities change and they change temporarily because of the situations that we find ourselves in. Like I let go of YouTube, but never to. Never to never pick it up again. I let go of it just so that I can, for the moment, focus on my new priority, which was like my studies. But then my intention was always to go back to picking back YouTube. But with um, the, a whole year having elapsed, then there is now a new kind of fear and pressure of doing going back to it, um, but doing it better. You know, like if you are to leave a business and come back to it, or the fear of will 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 I still be with as as well as or will i also to um do it as will I, no not even do it as well as before do it better will yeah. i have my audience and then even when you know i've lost my audience yeah um can i also trust god enough to give me a new set of audience that would really enjoy what i do and be engaged in like the new form of content that i have as a result of evolving the, the yeah. previous year and it's so it's, it's more like having a comeback, a, place to... a strong comeback. You were scared of whether you make you do it better or having a come. Yes, yeah, doing the comeback. But you know, when you come back, people anticipate you to come back in a certain way and give it to them a way that they previously had seen you, okay. and like they maybe expect you to do it every single week, like the way you do it. But like now you're like more mature with more um, responsibilities and different things dragging your attention now. And then you can't actually deliver at the pace that you would give, like in terms of quantity wise now. Um, but then I still want to retain quality, but maybe not give you in the quantity you want. So would you also to welcome my comeback? Um, yeah. knowing that, okay, I'm not going to be giving you, you know, pictures or videos or anything every single week just once a month now so but i think i think it's very valid and it's allowed to actually re-strategize so um the you you always people give you the chance to be able to show the different aspects do you understand and i'm sure your audience are doing same yeah How do, what's your feedback like what do you feel in the last few months trying to give it a whole new approach 
I will say, um, I'm glad that my old audience has still stuck with me. I'm glad too that I'm getting a different kind of audience. And I'm also too glad that um, my content is moving in a different direction as to where it was. Mm. I think I'm no longer making content just because of the sake of making content. I'm making content because I feel it has value. So Mm. yes, granted, I am not posting consistently in terms of numbers, but my consistency is now based on the quality you receive. I want every single thing to have value. So if you don't see me post in like a month, it's because I'm trying to make a video that's quality. Yeah, you would learn from basically. I want something you leave and I know that you've learned, learned from. So yeah, that's what's the changes in my life has brought consistency in quality and not in wow that that's that's really amazing um uh Ibukun, are you there yeah i'm there okay mm-hmm. so yo, you wanted to talk about a point that you some- yes yeah yeah so you know you asked how i was able to like just undo the changes and you know yeah. reprioritizing and all of those mm-hmm. because I, I i had mentioned of course god essentially yeah. number one and then another thing again, their experiences, every phase of my life, I've been able to embrace it and enjoy it. Mm. And so it looks like no season was wasted. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. When my mom was sick, I learned the act of, you know, um home is it home management now? Yeah. Home management, go to the market, take responsibility, calculate, remove, reduce, you know, cut on budgets, you know, yeah. just essentially just cover for her. All the yeah. things she was supposed to do as a mother, I was able to cover for her. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it was easy transitioning into being a wife and a mother. You yeah. know, going to the market. Okay, so I'm going to the market with this particular amount. Getting to the market, there's an hike in price. I'm able yeah. to make uh, an um, a spontaneous decision making as to what to let go, what not to let go. You know, I learned that act mm-hmm. while she was sick. And so you know, those season you look like, oh, your mom is sick and this and this and this, but. Um, I learned a whole lot. Yeah. Yes, some of those experiences too. They were some of the things that actually helped me too mm. in the in in my in my in in the turnaround, yeah. whether the planned or the unplanned one. Mm. All right, and then the the place of also so so getting married. I was looking out for a job. I kept applying and applying and applying, and you know it looked like oh that season yeah. was like I was jobless. Mm-hmm. It looked like I was jobless, but glory be to God for the man mm-hmm. that he gave me. Yeah, <laughs> he, he always he said, "Baby, I'm not jobless," you know. I also had to embrace that season because I entered into rest, yeah. you know. And and you know, a lot of a lot of skills, a lot of things that I was able to open my mind to, a lot of lessons, a lot of um, trainings, mm. you know, which are helpful to me right now. Yeah, you know, which are really helpful. So it it looks it look like every yeah. face of my life i had to embrace um, embrace it and then enjoy it yeah. so some mm. of those experiences from embracing to has really helped on mm. my transition whether planned or planned wow of course with god help as well too thank you so much uh, okay so I, what i can learn what yeah. i can pick up on what she said is no season actually leaves you without a lesson you would mm, always yeah. come out yeah. every there's something from- there to learn yeah, but then there are some seasons that seem very, very difficult while you're in them. Like Ash was saying, like, you know, the season when she's unemployed, like, it's just hard to see how that season is changing whatsoever. Like, yeah. I'm not learning. I feel like I'm not growing. That's how it's just, yeah. that's how the noise is in your head. Mm-hmm. But I think 
it then comes to you. I think for me, for me personally, for me personally, I would then say, I feel like in those kind of seasons where you feel like life is just so hard. Yeah. And it's just really taking the best out of me. It's actually to sit down and be in the presence of God and just be like, yeah. Father, show me what this this season and this moment is teaching me because there's something mm. is teaching me. My eyes are just not open to what it is. Yeah. So, so it, show me yeah. what it is. Yeah. It looks like learning, like she said, learning home management with her mom mm. on the sick bed. It doesn't doesn't sound as if it's balanced, but it was that's like a positive thing that came out of that situation. <laughs> you mm. get the point. Mm. Yeah. So, okay, um, I want to ask, like, our final question for today. Um, so, how, did you miss any part of your former life? And then how content also are you about, like, the present thing? Do you miss before? And how content are you with what what you have right now? Um, the only, not regret, not um, guilt anyways, yeah. is... Um, Sometimes you want to be a lover boy and lover girl with your, your friend, uh-huh. your partner, yeah. your spouse, yeah. Yeah. you know. But then you remember that you have an extra <laughs> responsibility. Extra yes. Yes. Extra. You want to stay out late, you know, but you have to consider, oh, the weather, is it hot? Or you just want to just freestyle, just dress, just keep it simple. Just mm. carry your handbag and just, you know, but then you have to carry an extra bag that has flask, the mommy bag, um, Goldie oh. Mall, yeah, click one, two, three. You know, all of those extra lo- extra clothes, pampas, and all of those. Why are you taking notes? Why are you saying, Why are you taking notes? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just teasing you. Wow, um, Janet, are you taking notes? I am. Uh, take your own notes. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. I, I not not missed out, anyways, but we have, we have found a place like a middle ground for these things. So want to have fun, want to enjoy as a family. So we have to include everybody in mm. their own unique age and, yeah. you know, and their own need. You have to include them. Okay, so we want to hang out. Where Where is the best place? Like, um, yeah. distance? Do we need to do late night? How getting back home? Yeah. Um, just not missing out, essentially, but just finding a middle ground. Balance, you know, yeah. to be, yes, balance to be contented and of course grateful because all of this, all of this addition that I'm just um joking with, they are actually gifts from God, and I don't take any for granted. Be my husband or my beautiful baby, wow, you know, they are gifts I'm always grateful for. Yeah. So I, I don't ever feel guilty that oh, I'm missing out on anything. They are gifts, and I and I've and I've accepted them with gratitude and thanksgiving. So yeah. wow, so thank sure. you. We are, we are grateful for you and your family also. Uh, Ugo, did you, are you missing anything um, like from what is to happen before and what is happening now? Did you miss any part of your life? When, this, when, when we did the outline, the only thing that came to my mind was like, I miss, I, I miss being single. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do miss being single. I think because... I really, really enjoyed being single. Like I enjoyed it. Like yeah. I love it. I mm. enjoy being single. So then coming into um, a relationship that you don't have to be calling somebody to express <laughs> I'm just like, yo, 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 this is, this is stressing me out. But then 
I had to then come to a place where, because that's something I'm just like, I really miss being single. I want to just break up with this person just to have my sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds mean. It just sounds mean, but I'm just yeah. being honest. Yeah. Then uh, I realized that no matter how much I come out of it, I can never have myself back. Like, I, yeah. Like, I would always have that person as part of my, like, my story, story. part of your memory that, already. Part of my now. story and my memory. Because, okay, if I, if I, if I say I'm single, I just, I'm single, but then I have an ex. So now I have ex story to tell. Yeah. So I, I never actually, um, things can never actually go back to what they were. So I had to then learn in this, in, 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 in this season to actually bury the single girl and just say, you know, embrace. Girl girl. there's wow. nothing we can do to resurrect <laughs> you. I think dead. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I wanted to say, and I had to just step in and really enjoy the season and wave and person and wave and all that. That's that's really lovely. I feel like one thing that I'm missing in my process, I'm absolutely enjoying the 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 stretching that is coming with the new seasons I'm going into, the learning period, especially with career and and yeah, with career. I'm also mm-hmm. I think what I miss is that those times where I just learn for the fun of learning. There was no pressure. You get the point. So I I would sign up to do stuff, I'll pick a book to read, or I'll take a uh, time to watch a course online just for the fun of it you know i'm just learning and there is no i have to pick something from this to be able to help me to go and write what i want to go and write <laughs> i miss those times and i'm also learning to drop the pressure and the worry part and just calm down and learn and enjoy the process like every one of you have said i think that's the word for 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 us this this episode, episode enjoying the process Thank you so, so much, Ibuko. Uh, we are really grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing with us your story. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we love you. We love the whole Ajama family. Uh-huh. Yeah, we love you too. <laughs> if you're a listener listening, we do want you to interact with us. So if you could leave us a voice message on Anchor or um, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on what life is what life is teaching you at the moment because as we established in the episode life is always teaching you something so we want to hear what exactly is life teaching you right now where you are at this season of your life so we'd love to hear it and read it yes so like Ugo was saying we've gotten a lot of feedback and we're excited that it's coming in so somebody left a message say uh about our second episode uh he said i took the the work experience route, I don't regret it because it gives me clarity on what area of specialization one delves into. I am now ready to continue with further studies and I know exactly what I want. Thank you so much for sharing, Caleb. We're really grateful for your feedback. Thank you so much, Ibuku, for coming on the show. Thank you for listening. We do enjoy having everyone on the conversation and until next week Sunday. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.